Hello and welcome to DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. There's actually not a whole lot. Um, it's been once again an easy week, which means I'm going to have a hell week next week based on my dumb roller coaster life. Once again, it's a very disjointed list you cannot see. Um, so we're just going to jump into I got hired to design some logos for Not the Podcast. And I'm very happy to get back to design work, it's one of my passions. The air conditioning just turned down, so I'm sure you can hear it. It's fun. I like kind of I, I like drawing. I, I was doodling a couple days ago, and it was just one of those I miss kind of the zen of drawing or kind of just listening to music and falling into a project like designing these logos and looking at fonts and figuring out how to you know it's it's to me it's it's kind of a design puzzle. Um, so I'm very happy to get back to some design work um, before I start designing stuff for um, the network, which leads me to that. Uh, I got to go ahead on two new shows. Um, I'll be talking to a guy about um, co-hosting. Uh, we've already got what I believe to be the hosts for the other show uh, locked. I just, we need to sit down and knock out the name and the logo and um, the ad copy and all of that kind of stuff, and I'll start building it, and hopefully... Um, that will launch, because it's sound sensitive, uh, will probably launch uh, beginning of August. Uh, will be the uh, one show, and then the next show is just uh, who knows. Um, it's whenever I talk to the guy who I want um, to host it, and his schedule, and if we can make it work, and if he's even up for it. I would imagine he would be. I had, uh, my mind kind of wandered when I was in the shower a couple days ago, and I had this terrible thought, which weirdly enough, I can't remember what it exactly was. Um, oh, I was thinking about um, some of the more brutal, um, verbally brutal fights I had with an ex, and the things I would say, and I was trying to kind of look at it through a lens of, well, where, where does this fall on specifically what, what aspects of the verbal abuse, you know, was it... Um, you know, uh, 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 push and pull, or was it um, just, uh, you know, name-calling? And I was looking at, like, the specifics that I used in the actual fight, and it was one of those, I hadn't thought of that in a long time, not a long time, but in a while, and this image kind of pumped into my head where it's that scene in Superman where the Phantom Zone criminals, um, led by, by Zod, uh, played by Terrence Stamp, kind of floating in their little window prison and, you know, the nuclear bomb shockwave frees them. Um, and I was like, fucking Christ, like, that's that's kind of my memories of that, that or that emotional state, those feelings. I've kind of been in a phantom zone. Um, and then it just, the, the circumstances were right where, for whatever reason, I felt that I had to remember that or analyze it or, or feel it. And... It was very odd. Like, I've always talked about, and I've had friends laugh that I, I refer to it as um, pre-Vatican II Doug and post-Vatican II Doug, where it's, it's almost two different kind of uh, uh, people, but that's not right because I, I, I can't pretend that things didn't happen and, we, you know, you go, oh, well, that was someone else, and, and then you have, like, a disassociation. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean it that way. Um, I just mean in terms of changing behavior and mindset you know, empathy and, and actually and feeling. Once again, like, it, it was kind of weird thinking back about who I was and how I was, and once again, it made me a little nauseous. 
Um, but I think I'm going to have to delve into some of that stuff. Um, not this exact moment, but, you know, I'll probably be doing, be doing it throughout the next week, so you'll probably hear about it on next week's episode. That, you know, I'm going to kind of revisit some of the darker times and go, I need to get through this. And I need to, you know, kind of just get this out of me and, you know, wade through the muck and get rid of it um, and, and deal with it and feel it. That's what Phantom Zone, my old self, means on that list. Which is good. I'll have the time to do all of this soul searching because there's less stress at the day job. Everything's running fine. I like a Swiss clock. I've got a schedule of when I do things. They get done. The kids uh, that work here are doing their jobs. They're doing them correctly. There's not a whole lot I need to micromanage or even, you know, manage outright. They know what to do. Um... You know, I'm there if they have any questions or, you know, to help them and point them in the right direction or obviously just to be someone who, if there needs to be a decision, I I make it. You know, I got to have a lot of fun playing on the internet for the day job because I had to look up, um, you know, new bakeries and new um, uh, wholesale roasters. So... You know, it's it was it's fun having you know getting to talk to reps and going and, and searching you know websites and going oh you offer this and uh, this company's other line of things let me go to that other company and see what they've got and um, so it's a lot of fun um, and I you know and I like one thing that's it's it's I my brain thinks of it like a puzzle okay I have to figure out um, costs and is it cheaper is it more expensive is it worth being more expensive okay well this place doesn't sell this wholesale product that we need. Where can I go that either it's kind of one-stop shopping or, you know, can we go to this other company and let me do a cost um, comparison on that? But almost no stress. It's really nice. Um, I don't freak out. You can probably hear it throughout the, you know, the last probably three months of this show. Um, that it was always like, oh, the fucking day job, fucking day job. And then it's like, you know what? It's, it's like I said months ago where it's like, I just need to sit down and talk to him, go, give me the, the authority uh, and um, title and the pay, and I will run this place, and we will get it to a point where it needs to be, and he did that, and like I said, like, it, it, it helps, because now there's a, uh, maybe not a pecking order, but, you know, the, the totem pole, the hierarchy is there, um, I'm kind of just all over the place on this one, so... Once again, easy week, um, so it's going to be kind of a, a shorter show. Um, hopefully that's a you know bad thing to you guys, but it's a good thing to me. Went to play trivia again. Uh, the Soulmate Girl was not there. That's fine. Um, I'm going to talk about who was there uh, in a couple minutes. Um, but So I went to go play trivia, and it was kind of one of those, you know, I didn't think we were going to play this week, and I talked to Deb and was like, hey, you know, we're not doing trivia, then she goes, well, you know, Tony and, and Dave and, and I will be there, and I went, well, fuck it, like, if there's, you know, four of us, like, I'll play, um, she was great, and then Dave couldn't make it, and that was unfortunate, and Tony was late, so Deb and I played the first round by ourselves, even at half strength, there were only three of us out of the six, at half strength, we came in third, um, but I didn't realize the, the level of um, sophistication in terms of building, like, a trivia team. Um, I mean, I know, you know, looking at it in, in a World of Warcraft kind of way, you have your magic user, you have your healer, you have your tank, you have your warrior, like, I get that. You got your point man. 
and you know every trivia team has you know the tech guy and I you know the the movie guy and there's a sports person usually even at half strength and having a handful of pop culture kids we managed to come in third so I was really psyched oh the sophistication part the sophistication part I can't even fucking say it let alone understand it um, was that you know I had to fill out a bunch of like blank answer forms on, and, and Deb's like okay well here's kind of the give me answer that they put up online um, every week and then um, you know you need to write the team name and we have like a team code that you know so we're like ranked I was like, dude, this is fucking insane, but sure, great, did it, was talking to one of Deb's friends who's really nice, uh, Amy, and I was like, I'm sorry, I gotta go, I gotta fill out blank things, um, we were having a good conversation about, uh, Harry Potter houses and who, being who, and, you know, I've always, uh, associated with, with Ravenclaw, and, uh, Deb, uh, we decided it was a Slytherin, sorry, Deb, but anyway, so... Deb and I are sitting there, and Tony's running late, so this is like the first round, and I go out for a cigarette, and I come back, and Deb is talking to this girl, and Deb's like, she's by herself playing trivia, do you care if she joins you, uh, joins us, and I said, no, not at all, um, and Deb goes, well, do you want to sit next to her or Tony, and I'm like, duh, the girl, they smell nicer, not that Tony stinks, but saying that, supposed to be a joke, ha 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 ha, it's sincere. So, this girl and I, and I, you know, we just start talking. She ends up hugging on me a lot, like literally. And she's like, well, I can leave early. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, we'll be here on Friday. We'll be here next week. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to bring my, you know, I'll have to bring my girlfriend. And I'm like, cool. At that point, she leaves. And I look at Deb and Tony. And I said, I have a three-part question. I said, is she a lesbian? She's just really friendly. Or is she into me? And we were all going, fuck, we don't know. We don't know. Deb says that the tone of her voice implies that her girlfriend is actually just a friend who's a girl. I don't know. You know, the the the, the kind of uh, talking to other people about it, they go, well, you know, if she was a lesbian, she would have said, I'll bring my partner. Well, that's really clunky sounding. Um, and it doesn't sound natural to say. And if she would have said, I'll bring my partner, I'm pretty sure I would have offended her by going, oh, you're a policeman. Or, uh, or uh, you know, a police officer. Or a cowboy. Um, but then we realized I'd be partner. So, hopefully we'll have some, I'll have some, you know, developments on that, um, you know, in the next couple weeks. Not not that, you know, I'm going to go on this, you know, like, yeah, I'm on a pussy hunt. No. But it'd be nice to, you know, I... As much as I, I love monogamous relationships, I I do thoroughly love the getting to know you part of the relationships where there's this new opinion about the movies and the books and life and what is your experience and where are you from? Oh, what's that place like if you're not from here? I don't know why I said it that way, but yeah, I really like the getting to know you uh, aspects uh, it's funny because I figured out that, you know, the joke was that all of my relationships have a two and a half year expiration date. I figured out that um, my alone time has an expiration date, it seems cosmically, because after uh, Piglet, um, it was a year before I, I think I, I, you know, a girl and I even did anything. And then uh, six months later, um, I was at another 
what would be another two, year, uh, two and a half year relationship. Um, so so from, from, from Piglet to Irma was a year and a half. Um, from uh, Irma now, it, it's, it's going to be about, about, well, no, no, that doesn't work. But from the, my last actual relationship, um, which did not end well, um, you've heard me hint about it uh, and talk uh, more about it at the very beginning of this show, uh, not this specific one, but the show in general. Um, so the early episodes. Um, but it's, it's been a year and a half since that breakup. So maybe the universe, maybe I, I you know, it, it's one of those, maybe I am kind of a cog in this universal machine because this stuff is happening literally like clockwork. Um, two and a half years, year and a half, two and a half years, you know, whatever. Or maybe it's just this weird, it, 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 but the thing is, it's so, it's so concisely timed, it seems, that it's hard for me to say, oh no, it's coincidences, it's entropy. I don't know. Um, this is very interesting in terms of my beliefs then, because I'm going, hmm, it seems to be a higher order here. Hmm, interesting. Or it could just be that I have some kind of biological thing every year and a half, like, you know, peacock feathers or pheromones or a baboon's red ass, that, you know, just something happens where I manage to spiritually or... Um, personally um, kind of present myself to the world. Um, it could also be sheer coincidence that just Deb is dragging me out into the world, therefore I'm meeting people. I mean, that would be more of my belief system um, or my idea system because you shouldn't have beliefs. You can have ideas. You can change ideas. Beliefs are a little trickier if you want to quote a Kevin Smith movie. That's it. That's the list you can't see. There's not a whole lot. Like I said... I'll probably have a bipolar, uh, a manic depressive episode next week, depending on what happens with Trivia Girl, um, or Trivia Girls, I don't know, and the whole Phantom Zone, you know, raking the muck of my soul, um, the, the muck of my past. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have really just been the events of my life as opposed to me getting neurotic about them. Good night. Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!